What's going on, y'all? Today, we shine a spotlight on Naomi Larev from Gabon, and she talks about life in China, what natural hair means to her, and her upcoming relationship counseling workshop, Date Smart. It starts now. Naomi, how are you? Hi, hello. I'm fine, and you? I'm very, very well. Thank you so much for coming on and uh, coming in to uh, to speak with us. Yeah, my pleasure. <laughs> okay, I really appreciate it. Okay, I know you're very busy. You have uh, an event that you have to get ready for this week, so um, I'm yes. not going to... I'm not going to take up too much of your time, so um, let's get right into it. Um, where are you from, and what brought you to China? Okay. Uh, like I already say, my name is Naomi, mm-hmm. and from Gabon. Um, I came to China for studying, and I pursue already my uh, bachelor degree in econ- economics. And then right now, I'm basically um, going for my entrepreneurships. Uh, and my artistic side. So, yeah, this is what I'm doing right now. Okay, okay. And uh, what made you decide to come to China? Um, actually, I would maybe say it was more a parent's uh, decision. Um, they thought China was the best place to study, uh, so they just sent me, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> and uh, how long have you been here? Uh, I've been here for about seven to eight years. Yeah. Oh wow, seven to eight years. So you're kind of a kind <laughs> of a expert at 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 being here. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I quite yeah know a lot of China now. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, um, you know, as an expert, uh, expat, um, how was it uh, adjusting to life here in China? Yeah, well, I always say to people that uh, China is the radical bright red. That means you either like it or you don't. <laughs> mm. So um, at first, like any foreigner, I really did struggle a lot uh, with adjusting in China. It was very hard. Um I did not find my place here. And I remember when I first came, uh, there were not m- that much of foreigners. I mean, black people like right now. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of really hard for me. I have really had problems finding uh, products for my hair and finding place where I could do my hair. It was just so hard being here. And then even like going to the shop and not being able to find lotion just lotion Mm. for your body. So it was kind of hard. So a lot of things has changed, and I'm so happy to see all those change. Yeah. Okay, okay. I'm glad to hear that. Um, What are some things that you've you've learned to, you know, love about China, things that you might not be able to find back in Gabon? Wow, top out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I really like Taobao. Uh, I mean, not only Taobao, I think the social media, the way um, it's growing and growing and the way it makes your life so much easy. 
you can just be at home right now and order things and like the next sometimes even like the next eight hour you already have it in front of your door you know so okay. this is very good because uh the more um active people are the easy the easiest way uh we can achieve things make life so much easier for all of us so i think if we could have that yeah that would be awesome too but then uh, I think what touched me the most about China is um, learning uh, the culture, trying to understand why they were doing certain things or not, adjusting it. And maybe uh, there are certain things like, for example, uh, the culture of uh, always being so uh, uh, trying to be so nice to everybody, like always, like if somebody invites you, to 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 a restaurant mm-hmm. and Chinese, Chinese people will always try to pay the bills even though it's like sharing but they will try to pay for the bills you know things like that oh, or okay. just, yeah or just simple things really the simple daily life about China just touched me so much and yeah just like little things about the culture that I want to bring back home yeah yeah okay all right interesting um was this your first uh, international trip, um, or have you gone to other places uh, besides China? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've been around the world. <laughs> okay. Uh, where else have you been? Uh, France, um, all Europe. I can say most of some countries in Europe I've been, and I've been to Canada, too. And, yeah, some African countries, too, like Cameroon, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Um, have you noticed that there are, uh, well, in your opinion, what are some things that stick out that make China a unique experience? Outstanding. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I think it's the journey. China teaches you a lot of things in the daily, daily life, like literally Every single thing, just by taking a taxi, you can learn something because the way sometimes Chinese act, it's so much, I mean, our culture, their culture is so much different from the Western or the African culture. So you can really learn daily from the little things that are happening. And as I always say, if you made it up in China, you can make it anywhere around the world. Yeah. So, mm. Yeah just the journey here in China. And and I know, like, most of the foreigners that can come to China don't leave China the same way they came, definitely. And oh, I wow. Can, yeah, you, you, don't, you don't leave China the same as you came. Hey, y'all. Hope you're enjoying this episode of the No Name Podcast. If you're interested in more or content like this, then be sure to head to the Sahelian Outpost. The Outpost is a place where you can get an inside look into Asia's black community. Black content creators from the Americas, the Caribbean, and Africa talk about life and what to expect in the Far East. So check it out at www.sahelianoutpost.com. That's S-A-H-E-L-I-A-N outpost.com. Peace. Now that we know a little bit about you, uh, let's talk about this um, 
this company, I guess I should I should call it that you've uh, started since you've been here. Um, Me Shine, correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, what is Me Shine about? Okay, actually, Me Shine is um, a natural and organic uh, cosmetic range of products made with simple and effective uh, components, and they are um, they are for hair and skin. Yeah. This oh. is what that is all about. So it's really, um, it's really for naturals, let's say, like that. <laughs> okay. Natural. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, you were saying how, you know, at the beginning that, you know, you, when you first got here, you had trouble finding lotions that you could use and, you know, hair products and everything. Yeah. Um, but you also said that you had, you know, done a lot of traveling, you know, in Europe and to Canada. Um, in your opinion, do you think that uh, black people needing these kinds of products is is a problem wherever we go? Yeah, everywhere. <laughs> Why do you think that is? Because I would imagine people would, you know, like we would have more stores and everything like, you know, places oh. and products that would have yeah. these, you know, things for us. No, uh, actually... Uh, what people doesn't know is that our, I mean, I mean, people must know that we have the most different hair type texture in the entire planet. So we, like, if for example you go to France, you go not in not in Paris or not in big cities, but we don't necessarily uh, we don't think of those ones who live in little cities, like very small cities, and there. It's not black people. Like sometimes you can go to these small cities and you'll be like maybe the maybe two black people, mm. you know. And mm -hmm. then just deal with your hair because all everyone around has different hair texture and they don't know anything about your hair type. And, and it's just so hard, especially if you have kids, you have mixed kids. It's just like for the mixed kids, it's even worse because. They are just between the two. They don't know what to do. And sometimes the, the, the one of the, especially if it's a dad or mm -hmm. daughter, like mm -hmm. he's like, oh my God, I don't know what to do, you know? Mm -hmm. So this is um, a problem like black, I mean, black women uh, find everywhere they go. Either it's in Canada, I've been there and I know they have this struggle to find some products. It is in Europe, Africa. I would say no, because we have our products there, of course. But it's just maybe the natural um, movement that is not yet very installed there, established, sorry, there. Yeah, but it's, we kind of have products there, all the kind of products that we want. Yeah, natural products, in fact. Yeah. Okay, you were saying something about the the natural the natural movement, um, and that's something that I've I've also kind of noticed as of late, and it really seems to have taken off uh, in the past uh, couple of years. Um, but what exactly is the natural movement for the people that you know that don't know? Okay, actually, um, the natural movement uh, started maybe like six or seven years ago. Some people say that it started earlier. But then I think it's only six or seven years ago when the YouTubers really actually started to post about teaching women how to take care of their hair that the whole boom started. And then they were telling us uh, how uh, 
using our weave why not good for our hair because we don't know from those weave where those weave come from and mm-hmm. there's also that we were using um, chemical on our hair, we were using hair relaxers, and those relaxers actually were made with very toxic um, chemicals. So, yeah, all of that make uh, black women uh, realizing the, um, I can say, um, the lack of knowledge of of, of their own hair, you know. So, yeah, that was causing a lot of damage in uh, families. And it was more about that, like awaken women, black women, about who they truly are and being proud of their hair. Because it, it was just like if we were so ashamed of our hair or maybe it was just like like most of black women used to say, I just don't know what to do with it. Mm. But then with this movement, they just could not just say it anymore because we were like they were teaching women now how to take care of their hair and yeah this is what is for me on my opinion this is what is all about yeah but then i know you can go deeper in history black or women i mean black history and stuff but then for me this is first of all what he taught me um what the 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 natural uh, movement teach me yeah okay um do you think that you know once you started to learn about uh, what you know the natural movement was and everything, and you know with you being unable to find products for your for your hair, uh, is that what uh, inspired you to to start Me Shine? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, for, that first of all, I've always knew how to take care of my hair. This is something uh, uh, very important to mention. Mm-hmm. And, I always knew, like my mom used to teach us how to take care of our hair, so I knew. Um, no, all the places we have been, I've been able to do my hair and take care of my hair. And my friend used to say, "Oh, how do you do that? How come you have nice hair?" And I mean, how do you do? Just teach us, you know. Mm-hmm. And when I moved from to China. I've just started with, uh, not in China, but before coming to China, I've started with relaxers and I've started with uh, hair dyeing and that just breaks my hair. Like my hair was so brilliant. And coming in China with the weather and with the pollution and... Yeah, it can be hard. And the water, oh my God, my hair just had a nightmare, (laughs) (laughs) basically. And then, um, yeah, it was just horrible. I was... I was just, my hair was a mess and I just had to cut it off, do a big chop and start all over. And because I knew how to take care of my hair, it grows just very fast. And then, yeah, with the movement that was already in place, it was just easy for me. But then uh, I remember that I went to a conference once in Canada and then it was talking about um, women and the way we should uh, pursue ourselves as black women and um, how we can take care of our hair. And then when I got back, I told myself, yeah, I'm here in China. Why can I not, since I have this potential in me that I, I already know how to take care of my hair and I love touching hair. <laughs> okay, okay. care of people's hair. I enjoy it. Why don't you do something, you know? So I just you know, started to do my own little products and I was using on my friends and then they were enjoying it, you know. 
And then they were like, Naomi, you know what? You should start your own salon. Okay. <laughs> but like, this is how it started. So, yeah, with the push of my family and my friend and support, this is how Mission, I mean, just um, like came to life. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, you also, uh, you said something earlier about how, um, how you said like, you know, the natural hair movement, it's, it's growing in, you know, in different places, but, um, it's not, it's not so big in Africa. And, um, I was wondering, um, in your opinion, why do you think that is? Because you would, I mean, I would think, you know, as somebody from the outside looking in that the natural movement would be biggest in Africa, but, um, apparently it's not. So it, like I said, in your opinion, why do you think that is? Actually, I think it has everything to do with media or TV. Will I say TV? Mm. <laughs> um, like someone was saying, like TV is telling lies to our vision. So what we know about a place is only what we know from media. Like in Africa, people think, for, like for example, in China, people think Africa is a country. Not because they they are stupid, but just because they, they that's what they've heard, you know. Mm-hmm. So them African women, like there in Africa. Although now the movement is now. I'm not saying there's no a black African a natural movement. The movement is there, but it's not that strong because women have alternative. This is one, and two. African women love to be beautiful every day. They love to to change hairstyle. They love to be different, you know. There's a lot of competition in Africa. So I think also the black, uh, the natural it's, um, movement is good, but then after you have to see how you pursue yourself. Do you, and how do you see, uh, what do you think of your hair? Is your hair just an accessorize, you know, an accessorize, or is it, is it something very, very special to you? So it really depends on how you see your hair. For some people, it's just a part of their body, so they don't care. They don't really care. So either they put a wig or not, they don't mind. It's just, you know, changing style. They don't really mind. But I think for the naturals, it's because they have, they have acknowledged a certain, a deep, like something deeper. Maybe I would say even spiritual about hair. So that's why they think they should take a better care of their hair, actually. So I think it's, it depends on the people. And Africa, I know, it's because there's a lot of competition. And maybe also because, I don't know, each and every one is different. I don't know. I, mm. I just it's media. It's really media. Because mm. a lot of African women now want to look like Beyonce. You know, or just let's mm. say, okay, like the women in the U.S. or what they see on TV, you know. So I think it has a lot to do with that. Okay. All right. Well, and also uh, another another question I wanted to ask, that when we say natural, are we just talking about uh, like afros and and dreadlocks? Or like what, what kind of hairstyles are we talking about when we say, you know, natural hair? I like, I really like your question. I really like your question because it 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 really helps to understand what is natural. Actually, um, 
be a natural, I think, as I say, it's, um, it's, say, it's a lifestyle. It's a life. It's really a lifestyle. It's like, I just say, when you have acknowledged certain things, it has nothing to do with a, a hairstyle, you know? It's not like, okay, maybe I want to change my hair today. I want to be an Afro. No. It's really like when you becoming a natural, that means, for example, most of the time you don't go back. So most of real naturals don't go back to relaxer or don't put, I mean, maybe weave sometimes, but they will not go to chemicals. Okay, so you can have weave and still be considered natural. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Some women can like still put some weave, but it stay natural. So it's it has nothing to do with a, a hairstyle. It's a lifestyle, and then it's something they have acknowledged for themselves, for their body, for their health. Okay. Yeah, okay. and them for spirituality. Are you looking for high-quality extensions that pop, shimmer, and shine in the sun? Then head on over to Hair Bioconi. Hair Bioconi provides you with all of your hair extension and accessory needs at wholesale prices. Their products are tested for quality and available to ship throughout China and the U.S. So check her out on WeChat, Facebook, and Instagram at Hair Bioconi and get your wig right. Well, um... I know that you uh, also have an event coming up this weekend that is talking about relationships. Yeah. Uh, On my page, I'm blogging. I'm daily blogging about um, uh, healthy self inside out because I always think that um, if we teach women only to take care of their body from the outside, then they are not fulfilled because they have to also be, uh, be um, educated on the inside because they go together. So I, uh, some people will say that relationship has nothing to do with hair, maybe. But then um, I am also an author. I am a writer. Okay. Just... <laughs> yeah, I've just um, um, finished to write my book uh, about love. And then, yeah, the book title is Love Code, uh, Find Yourself, Find Love. Okay. And, yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, this relationship is, uh, this, sorry, this, um, this event is actually going to talk about our relationship challenges between uh, a woman and men and then um, helping people no matter if they are single, married, dating, or have a complicated relationship. <laughs> okay. No matter what, helping them to find um, or to define the definition of love, to understand the code of love, and to understand all the challenges that goes around relationships. Yeah. Okay. Do you think that, um, do you think that, uh, how, like you said, complicated relationships, do you think that is something that happens a lot in, uh, you know, with expats? 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm glad you answered that. Yeah, uh, a lot. Uh, did I say a lot? A lot. Yes. Yes, you did. <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, my God. I don't know why. And that's why people have to come to that event to understand why. Because um, we're going to have a very amazing coach and uh, speakers that are going to entertain us about the different topic. We're going to talk about uh, marriage pressure and uh, we're going to talk about that, like complicated relationship in China. Mm -hmm. Before, um, we're going to talk about is um, Mr. or Mrs. Wright really exist or is it a fairy tale? <laughs> okay. So, yeah, we're going to have uh, different kind of topics and we're going to, um, um, I mean, we're going to have, um, uh, we're going to break down in sessions like a small group session, you're going to talk, exchange, and then after we're going to have a question answer. And then, yes, people could understand now why is it so, you know, hard in China or why do we have so much complicated relationship. And for, for what I can say, just a little bit of it, I think it has a lot to do with the fact that China is um, a country where you pass by. Mm. don't establish in China, so they know uh, their relationship will not last that long because they are just passing. Most of people don't establish here. They don't uh, stay here and like get married, have kids, and basically live here. So only those who those who are already on those kind of relationship, most of them already come together, you know, mm -hmm. or those who going further and get married are those who and stay as are those who want to stay here and you know have that things of getting married here and have kids. But they are very few of them, very few. So this is my own opinion. I think, opinion, sorry. I think it's because people are passing by. But then let's see, let's see what happened during the event. If people want to learn exactly, more. if you want to learn more, you got to come to the event. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. All right, cool, cool, cool. Well, thank you so much uh, for coming on and, and talking to us and educating us about uh, about um, the natural hair movement and giving us a sneak peek into this weekend's relationship event. Um, I just have one more question for you, and um, I'm pretty sure you'll be able to answer it very well, being a eight-year uh, veteran of being here in China. Um if you could give one piece of advice to that uh, that new student um, that you know is just getting off the plane and they're about to you know enter China for the first time, um, what would that piece of advice be? Wow, that question. Yeah, this is a very um, strong question. Um, but I would just say in few words. First, I think the first, 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 and number one is to always remember why do you came to China at first. Mm -hmm. So important because people get so much lost in the, you know, in the flow here, you know, and it's so much important to have goals, plans, your vision. You come here. 
for those who have not who does not have a vision here it's very important to plan something about China okay I'm coming here for that long I'm going to do that if something happened in between yeah we can still you know find a way but first I was here for that let me go for it so this is yeah my number one and my number two will be to fall in love with China don't do like other people who comes and just complains about everything um be how to say be thankful for for the 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 experience that you're going to have here or in China or for what you already have for those who are already here for years and enjoy it until the last and 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 like i just say fall in love try to fall in love because if you come with the mind that oh this is just china and they are so different and blah 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 you you're just going to just continue the circle of what's been happening with foreigners here mm. you will not you will not get much of it you know yeah so this is going to be my number two and finally just stay happy and cool come on don't just stay. be happy and cool exactly yourself too much enjoy that all right all right all right cool well thank you again for coming on and um and talking to us we really appreciate it we really do so um for you too thank you thank you no name of course of course so uh one more time when and where is this event going to be and um how where can we go if we want more information Okay, uh, I'm going to give you all of the information, and he's gonna probably, I mean, they're gonna probably send, put them on the description below. Um, uh, you guys can contact me by WeChat, me Shine, my WeChat, um, my official WeChat, and then the event is going to be on the 13th of May. It's going to be a Saturday afternoon from two to six and like I said it's going to be an amazing adventure with uh, culture speakers and then a lot of men and juicy women talking exchanging and after we're gonna have a very nice dinner with uh, organic wine Ooh. buffet yeah all of that in the price include yeah so yeah if you guys wanna you know just um be a part of that experience you know try it out and you will see for yourself <laughs> okay all right well thank you so much again and uh hopefully we will see you this weekend thank you <laughs> all right bye-bye <laughs> bye say blessed bye <laughs> <laughs>